Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the John G. Earls podcast. I, of course, am who else but Tommy Else. With me, as always, coming to us from Skokie, Illinois, is the man on the beat from johngsbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan St. Robleski. <laughs> Saint? <laughs> Saint? Is that... Is that... Is that like my middle name would be Saint, or are you putting the Saint as in like Saint Vaughn, like the last name? It would be like Saint Vaughn, yeah. So you didn't give me a middle name on this one. You're, you're Saint Rob Lusky. Some you, people don't have middle names, so that's what I'm banking on here. Maybe no, that's what. Maybe no, that's no. Because I keep guessing what your middle name is, but maybe I'm wasting my time because no, there is a middle name. name. But you mentioned bank, which is a nice segue into what we're doing today. Okay. The bank track? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did I get us off track? We should get yeah. on track. You know, yeah, it's, it's what are we, like 30 seconds into this and you've already brought us to a grinding halt. Well, let's let's I, you know sometimes when we have guests, I, I I I mean we we just dive right into it. You know, and there's times where like I'd like to talk a little bit first, kind of, you know, we should talk con- about the guest. Little little conversation, you know, warm up the crowd a little bit and stuff. But it what happens I warmed is, up with humor. What what happens is, is I'm about to like start conversation with you, and then you do something that just knocks us completely off the rails. And then it's just like, you know what? Before we lose anyone else, let's bring the guest on just to you know save this show and hopefully people won't turn it off before the good part, you know. So, well, see, I just wanted to get to the good part. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But it's, it's like, a very good part. It is a good part. But, you know, it, when you go to anything, you know, there's <laughs> there's a warm up when you go to when you go to like a, a, a late night talk show, they have a warm up person out there. When you go to wrestling, they've got, you know, uh, yeah, the warm up was my humor. I did the bank. No, but see, uh, yeah, but that nobody gets it if they don't know what our guest is. is That's here why for. we tell them. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. All right. Well, let's just get to the guest then, for God's sakes. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, a member of the roller der- uh, Chicago Knockouts Roller Derby. Uh, goes by the uh, moniker of Beater Juice. That's Beat Her Juice. Uh, and... Uh, I've had the pleasure of getting to see her perform, uh, John Cena, uh, more than I have, but I was uh, very taken with her right from jump street. I loved her gimmick. I loved her, uh, her energy and, um, her showmanship and everything. And, um, I had talked to John the other day and then was saying, you know, we should get her on the podcast. And John's like, Oh, well, I'm doing an interview with her on, you know, in a couple of days. And I'm like, you know, and naturally he just was just going to go over my head and not let me in on this. So uh, I interjected and uh, absconded with his one-on-one interview and made sure that we brought her on this show. So let me translate. Actually, we're let me actually really quickly. seen by I people. I happen to write for other publications, and I've been doing this for man, the last 15 years or so. Before time, or probably 12 years before you joined me. Before I I called you up from AAA to play for the majors is what happened. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) 
Um, I had I had contacted Peter Juice about doing an interview. I didn't realize you know Tommy would want in on it. As soon as Tommy asked in, I graciously allowed him to join us in the interview, and there it is. But let's take the focus away from our you know bitter rivalry and put it on Beater Juice, a tremendous athlete, a really cool person, so much energy, so much positivity, so much ability. I love watching her. She is she is so cool to watch on the track. Um, and, and actually, during the interview, we learned a lot more about what makes her especially good on the track. She's but, very smart. She's very intelligent, and she's very sharp. Yeah, and she uses so, that to to in her in every aspect of roller derby, which has really impressed me. Well, but in man, her like, life, I can track, tell too. She's yeah. amazingly fast, and I really I, I love the Chicago knockouts. But if they had a full size track or normal size track, she'd be um, flying. Yeah, I would love to see her on that. I mean, I think. I think she would go from like already being the top to like really being like a, you know soaring past everything. All right, well let's uh, let's let the interview speak for itself and let's get to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beater Juice. Okay. Welcome into our studio from the Chicago Knockouts, Beater Juice. How are you, Juice? Hey there, how are you guys? Good, good <laughs> we're good. Guys. Good. Um, we're ready to talk some roller derby. Yes, yes. Um, so we, I got to, a chance to to see you actually perform uh, live, and uh, I really, I really dig the gimmick. I love, <laughs> I love Beater Juice, uh, but I also really loved. Uh, you're someone who is, I mean, you're fast. You're very agile, but you. At the same time, one of the things I picked up on is is you're very much a showman. You know, like you you work that crowd. You know, like you you incorporate them in and and make them part of that whole thing. Is that something that just comes naturally to you, or is it something that is you know you've kind of you know honed over the years? I think I really enjoy making people laugh, um, feel good. Um, and like, I love, I love Lucy, mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, Jim Carrey, um, people that just like can do like different expressions to make you laugh, um, without even saying words, um, even like three stooges. Um, it's oh, I love fun. the three stooges. I don't understand people who don't like the three stooges. Anyone yeah. who says I don't like the three stooges, I'm like, well, then I don't, I, I don't know. Who, <laughs> yeah. Who you are. Or like Charlie Chaplin too. Like, you know, just, just very being... animated types. Yeah. So, and I work a lot with youth, um, younger yeah. humans. And so <laughs> I find that that is a helpful way to like break the ice to like, um, also make them feel safe. Um, but more so I, so I guess it is a part of me, but um, I love being beater juice because I really get to like play with the crowd um, and involve them, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, I love riling up the other crowd. The other that was team. my next question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. And especially if I can pick out a couple of people over there that I can be like, um, like just kind of target. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it entertains me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it also entertains the people around because I can I, I feed off other people's like laughter when they react to me. It just makes me want to amp it up. Oh, I'm sure. 
Now you just made the turn to the beater juice in the last year or so, right? Yeah. So what, what brought that on? Um, well, I used to play bank track RDCL rules in the, the Pacific Northwest for um, Tilted Thunder in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I played there, I've been playing for about 10 years. So I played there, you know, until I moved back to Chicago. I grew up here, but I lived out in the Seattle for like 20 years. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I got my master's in medical anthropology. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I did work out there for a while. But then um fell in love with roller derby someone took me to about and i saw the bank track and i was like wow like physics science um yeah there's like it's amazing um it, to feel flight when you're like skating is is uh is a crazy feeling um i'm addicted to it uh mm -hmm. i miss our bank track we'll get it up but um so so i got into it out there um <laughs> and uh i forget the rest of your question how oh, i started this no uh, no how did you uh what made you decide to to uh, switch over to beater juice oh yeah so out there i was pandemic um right. <laughs> pandemic h1n1 i kept the number for beater juice but um when i got here to knockouts during the pandemic um my name is uh <laughs> brings back a sore subject for some people um and then sure, like, sure. a joke I love it. I'll use it on Bang Track and RDCL, but I was trying to find another character. And then um, it was our Halloween bout. And uh, uh, I was like trying to find a name. And I'd already been kind of annoying at practice, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to entertain. Like, and if, especially if it's like slow or someone's in a bad mood, I will do some slapstick there. I think yesterday yeah. at practice, I was just going like this the whole time to people and staring <laughs> at them. And they were like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so, it's like stuff like that that um i'll use so when i i started doing that stuff and then uh, i think it was marley quinn was like how about beater juice and i was like sounds about right um, yeah. and it was only, only supposed to be one bout but i got a really good reaction from the crowd and uh crimson vixen kind yeah. of um strong held me into that um but i really enjoy it i love being a i think it's great i think it's <laughs> great i mean i mean for me i mean just you know, walking in blind, going into your event, you know, and I mean, not really knowing who everyone was and everything. I mean, like, I immediately eyes drawn to you. I was like, that's awesome. I love that. That looks that looks awesome. And then I heard the name. I was like, perfect. And then it was cool that not only did you just look awesome, but man, you were awesome out there, you know, too. I'm like, I just I was very impressed with you. Now, you mentioned the you mentioned the other tracks. To, and where you where you guys are performing now in Homewood, it's a little smaller, I guess. It's a little you know, flat track. Um, does that limit you at all? Because one of your strengths is certainly your speed. Yeah, so um, it's different. So you have to adapt, like in life. Um, yeah. So I'm in a closer space and not on the bank track. Um, you know, we were at a practice a few weeks ago, and uh, Crimson Vixen said, well, you can't do crossovers the whole time on our track. And I said, I beg to differ. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I can do crossovers the entire time. It's just adapting how I do them. And we talked about it at practice and we did a whole drill on it. Um, and everyone at the end was doing crossovers the whole time on our track and crossovers. If you don't know, it's just being able to maintain your speed mm -hmm. and not have to adjust on the turns which slows you down physics sure. 
sure. Yeah. And just to think about science, if I can maintain this motion rather than fast and then slow, then fast and slow, that um, I can actually maintain a faster speed like that. So, and I've done a lot, I played with a lot of stuff. So, so thank you. Um, but uh, I spent a lot of time in warm up or even before the bout, just doing laps to yeah. try to maintain and get, you know, um, a feel for the room. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like feeling out the track, but knowing and believing in yourself that you can make anything possible. It's just figuring it out. In science and physics, it's like super awesome because you have to use it. Um, which I love. Um, it's to cool to be able, yeah. It's cool to be able to take that and apply it to to this, you know. And and I'm sure that makes it even more exciting and interesting for you. Yeah, and even with like the juniors, because I coach the minors, um, mm -hmm. and uh, we talk about like geometry, um, you know, and ovals compared to like tight circles, and so we talk about, you know, that kind of stuff with them too. And it's cool because they're learning about geometry and, and that kind of stuff right there. So it's like, how far is this distance compared to this distance? Wouldn't it to like, um, cause like on the turns you come in really tight cause then you come back out and it's physics. It's like this uh, momentum that keeps you going. So it's cool for them to see that them figure it out, but then also as adults to apply crap we learned when we were younger. Are you going to stick with the uh, beater juice character going forward or are you going to alternate or are there surprises yet to come? Surprises yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep you guessing. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's another thing though. You were talking about why I'm beater juice. I'll tell you, um, growing up, um, I had a lot of rules and I had rules to have rules. Mm-hmm just to have the rule. So what I love about my character is I'm like, I don't like rules. Right. And so I really get to like embrace that. And even with the kid, with the minors, um, they're not kids, they're minors, um, to be able to allow them that freedom of like, we're not going to set rules just to have adult rules for you young people. Um, no, we'll have some commitments and guidelines, but then we can adjust that stuff. And I like that because even like we've been doing things for a while on knockouts. I'm newer. I came in the fall. Um, I love Vixen is amazing because she'll be like, we've been doing that for a while, but we have, we can adapt and change as well. And you might have an idea just like with the crossover stuff, just to, just to have that freedom to be like, well, maybe not, you know, and well, to we know try? that you can, you can speak up and your voice be heard and considered and not just, you know, no, you're the new girl, you know, this is how we do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's so cool. I, so I love that. I bring that, I try to bring that in, in my character a lot. Um, cause especially when I get like penalties and stuff and I'm like, <laughs> I hate rules. These are stupid. Like, you know, um, so I'd like to bring that in as well. So there is a, a little, it, the character fits. <laughs> when you talk about coaching the, the minors, like what ages are you talking about? Well, the rule is the age of six to 18. Technically, I think I got about five and a half um, to about 18. Yeah. So they're, yeah, younger. We do uh, positional blocking until the age of about 10. The rule's 10, but we'll, I got a nine-year-old right now that I just taught hitting on Sunday. So <laughs> yeah, like, but you know, you just go with individual, not the rule. 
like right if, if they're if they're ready for it and you feel safe with them and comfortable with them doing it then yeah yeah sure yeah and that that fosters inclusivity right because you're you're thinking about the individual and not as much of like the you know overall rule thing which can be exclusive to some people because it may not be applicable to everyone just because mm -hmm. you create a random rule out of the air sure. so so that's why I say the guidelines are those, but um, depending on who they are and how much fire they have inside. I got this uh, Helena the Hurricane right now, and she's my like nine year old. Um, she, I can't. Uh, t there's no way I could not let her not block. She's like fired up. She wants to hit, and she was hitting me on Sunday, and I was like, "Wow, you hit better than some of the adults <laughs> playing against." Yeah. So. No, enthusiasm is is really, you know, when you're coaching somebody or mentoring somebody, when the when the individual is enthusiastic about it, it makes the world a difference. I had worked with a girl who, because um, I, I was in pro wrestling for a while, and so I was working with a girl who was still a little young to be going to, you know, like legally to be going to pro wrestling school. So I helped prep her for it both physically and, you know, going over psychology and teaching her all sorts of stuff. But the thing with her that I loved was, is that she just ate up everything. And then, so then I'd ratchet up a little bit and then a little bit more and she just was just thirsty for it. And then I took her to go watch some practices to show her like, you know, this is what you're going to be doing, you know, not trying to scare her out of it, but to show her the reality of this is what you do. This, you're going to be doing this three, four days a week, you know, and everything I ever threw at her, she got more and more excited, you know, and that just like I thrived off of it. And so when she finally ended up going to um, I sent her the guy who was my trainer, I told her I was like, she is you're going to love her. And he and then the, all the other trainers she's worked with, same thing. They all just have found that it's just it, you know, like those are the ones you gravitate and give that extra special attention to because they're the ones who seem to care the most. So, and now she's out wrestling now and she's just the same passion and she's out there doing it and everything. But when you get that type of, you know, student or, or someone, a mentor or whatever, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting for you. And then you get to see them, you know, get better and, and watch them grow and everything. And it's a very cool thing to see their evolution. I'm sure. Yeah. I used to um, coach when I was at Tilted Thunder, I coached the peeps, the Tilted Thunder peeps and peeps were like first in the nation for three years and they're fierce. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I actually think learned more from coaching them than I did from my adult practices. Sure. Yeah. You, you learn as a teacher. That's something I found as well. True. But, but the younger humans have this fearlessness and they don't think about, oh, I can't do that. Right. They're just like, I'm going to do that because that makes this most sense to get through the pack. And I had a skater Afro Jamarai and I started working with her when she was 10, which is where I started to rethink the rules because there was a straight up rule that said that you can't go until your 10th birthday. And like we had a bout or something like seven days prior. And I'm like, just let her skate. Like, she, yeah. and they were like, no, we have to wait till her birthday. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, right. What's the fun? Like that you're just being a jerk. And the number one rule of roller derby is don't be a jerk. Like you sure. think about the youth that you're talking about, you know, you're like crushing it and why you're crushing it. Like just to show that you have like power and authority. It's lame. That's stupid. 
Like, yeah. so, <laughs> but, but like, so with them though, they're first in the nation and stuff like, man, just to um, be like, I need you to do this. And they're like, I'll do that. I don't know how, but I'll do that out there. I got you. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that they like, Oh, it's just, it makes my heart so happy. I'm also a swim coach, um, in like my other job life. Um, and, um, it's just when you put them say, I need you to do this, or I need you to get this time, or I need you to beat that team. Like, it's amazing where they find that something inside. And I think that's why I enjoy working with youth and younger humans, even more than the adult humans, because, they're too like jaded to think about that anymore. Like I love, you know, when, when they're just like, yeah, I, I got this, you know, mm-hmm. and it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I understand. Totally. I know that feeling. And it's, it's just, it's. Oh, but it's, to what you were saying, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, 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 please. Afro Jamrai, who's now like 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 19 oh my god she's gonna drink soon and that's gonna be scary but (laughs) she uh she uh is playing on the adult teams and is amazing like you know they're just like uh and it's so cool because she's just the same skater just more ferocious and more of just herself because she was allowed to like be who she was i feel like you know well, and it'd be cool for you to have gotten to go on that ride with her, you know, to get her to where she is now. And now she's out there doing it, you know, and but I never want to play against her. Yeah. <laughs> I only play with her. <laughs> It'll be too hard. I'll be like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you, do you give the, uh, do you give the minors their names or, or is that part of their thing where they have to develop their name? They, they choose their name. We give a lot of suggestions, a lot of feedback. We kind of throw some names out there but they have to choose their mm-hmm. name. And then they tell me which nickname they're gonna have of, the, of their name. So like Rainbow Crush. I said, what do you want, Rainbow or Crush? Rainbow Crush, which one, Crush? Rainbow Crush. So every time I'm bouting, <laughs> if you hear me yell Rainbow Crush, it's because I'm yelling to that. that yeah. <laughs> and when, you're, when you're skating around there, and I know you're playing up to the crowd, how much could you actually hear from the crowd or is it all just kind of white noise or do you hear actual sometimes actual things uh i think it kind of depends on what's happening in the bout sometimes the first half the first half is always like my worst part of this the bout um it's just uh i think things got to click and i'm not feeling the crowd yet um so that might be a more white noise but the second half, um, I feel like the more I can engage, the more I can hear little bits out of mm-hmm. the crowd. And I don't know if you remember, there was like two or three bouts ago, I got I was getting heckled by a guy on the opposite team on purple. And I heard him on the track and he was being rude. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but yeah. I stopped jamming to yell at him. Um, yep. Told him he was unkind and disrespectful. <laughs> And that was it. And then I kept skating. So I can hear some people, but yeah. especially if they're mean, I'm going to either target them or say something. Um, yeah. And the crowd loved you for it. <laughs> they, they, they were totally behind you on that one. There's no question about it. So like how much, aside from skating, you know, it's a very aerobic thing that you're out because you're out there a lot and you're, you're pumping, you're not just cruising along. Like how much do you have to work out aside from skating? Do you, do you lift in the gym? Do you run? So um, I'm a swim coach, but then I'm also an exercise instructor. 
So I do like a lot of hit interval classes during the week. Um, so I do do that, but then, um, I love skating outside. So in the summer, oh, yeah. I probably skate the lake at least once a week. I do Friday night skates through downtown with Windy City Roller, uh, rollers, which is like a roller derby focus group, but a lot of quads will come. And I like to ride number two spot. Cause you can't beat Tom. Who's number one spot because <laughs> he's like 62, but he'll, um, he'll he's the fastest and and uh so i try to keep up with them as bladers and especially off the start because i can beat them off the start but i can't maintain that endurance whereas they get right. me later so that's a lot of how i've worked on my starts i think comes from trying to beat blader rollerbladers um and then maintain that as long as possible but then also from like the endurance of the the lake skates and weaving around humans walking and bikers that yell at you. Yeah, sure. Well, you have just an unending well of energy. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> you're swimming, you're rollerblading, you're, you're, you're doing roller derby, you're teaching your, I mean, it's just, you're, you're, you're doing the, you know, you know, physical training and stuff. It's like, do I, I mean, is there anything that you do? Uh, do you have any hobbies outside of like the physical sports realm at all? <laughs> is there anything you like doing? Music, uh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. Outside of that. Yeah. Well, what do you, I, mean, what yeah I like festivals. Um, yeah. In Chicago, I go to like a lot of festivals and like, I really enjoy music. I used to be a drummer in an all girl, all female punk band. Too. All right. Now that's something. Really? What, what, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I, Seattle was amazing for like club music or like just seeing a bunch of like, you know, hole in the wall, go to a hole in the wall place where you could see like silver slum pickups, you know, or um, yeah, yeah, just mud honey and like just some like random ba uh, bands and stuff that were playing. So that was cool. Is there any video of that anywhere online for of, of you and the not. band? No. Hopefully not. <laughs> it was in like the MySpace ages. So we yeah. were good with YouTube back then. Yeah. Do you miss drumming? Um, I mean, I can always go to uh, Guitar Center if I want to jam yeah, around. Yeah, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, luckily, I have a lot of friends that are musicians, so um, there's always like a just you know just jam sesh. Um, that yeah. Can happen. And it's so, always nice to just remember the beat. <laughs> I can still, <laughs> as long as I can still keep the beat, I'm good. But it is fun. Yeah, drums is. Uh, I don't have my kit anymore. <laughs> well, that's how long do you plan on uh, skating still? How long do I what? How long do you plan on you know staying with roller derby? Oh, uh, until my body gives up so, on me. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the funny thing is because I'm older. <laughs> um, I was born under Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter. So so was uh, I. I was yeah. born under Kennedy, so stop your whining, people. <laughs> right, but I'm saying like I'm not like you know in my 20s or 30s. So when I was doing started out in roller derby like 10 years ago, people my age were retiring. But mm -hmm. nowadays, I see people in like at least like their lower 50s still playing successfully. Um, you know, because there's some getting up in the hit and the hurts and when you get injured it hurts more and also <laughs> i'm three years sober alcohol <laughs> no drinking yeah. congratulations um, <laughs> good for you thanks yay but it also is like you know i used to 
pain, uh, get rid of the pain a lot with drinking. So I feel it a little bit more now. Now. Yeah. 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 So uh, as long as I can, John, um, I mean, it would be great to like make it into my sixties. However, I don't know my bones would, I mean, yeah. How everything in my joints will be working then, but for sure, coaching, I would love to stay around and, and keep coaching too. Um, well, that's, that's the cool thing is with, you know, with roller derby and stuff like that, you can, you know, even if you're not out there, you know, as part of the event, you are still part of the event. You can do things to help coach. You can help run the the show. You can, you know, there's always different stuff that you can still be there and a part of the community and everything. So that'll never go away, you know? Yeah. And like, I think also, John, I think you were talking about that earlier about, um, or something about my character thing. Um, when I was on Tilted Thunder on the bank track at RDCL, um, we used to have to like, be very quiet on the bench and like um maintain focus on like whatever your job was and win um what i really enjoy about knockouts is that i can bring this whole personality level right that i always wanted to do yeah. um and when i was jam i wasn't a jammer until knockouts if you can oh. i was a blocker wow. um i was like the fourth backup jammer um, yeah, wow. We had a lot of really good jammers and I learned from them. Caddy LaBelle was like the best in the whole nation. And I learned how to do my crossovers from her and act more like a cat on the track. Um, but yeah, I was a blocker and I played a lot of offense. So for me, when people were like, oh, you're such a good jammer. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> never used to you do are, this. I mean, <laughs> but it, it, it's still weird for me sometimes. I'm like, yeah. okay. And I take a lot of feedback, like if people have critique and stuff, because I'm still learning too, um, just how to do that. But I really enjoy with knockouts, how I get to be a character and yeah. be like another part of myself, which is bitter juice or juice. And, um, but it's fun because, um, you know, I'll be like getting ready in the morning and then I start to get ready. I go in as bitter juice. No one will see me that day as like my other person. Right. Um, but as soon as, you know, and I'm driving, I have a Jeep Wrangler, so I have the top off and I'm driving as Beater Juice. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and like with everything on, my jacket on and everything. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's fun for me. I have this extra layer of like confidence, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just, it's cool to, to like, to, to be that person um, for a little bit um so so i think like the all like yeah it's just super cool but i love that about just not not to dislike other roller derby and stuff but i don't know if i would be doing it um have i not be able to be a character as well and and to be appreciated for that and not told to shh yeah yeah the knockouts are a little different i mean again not to not dissing the other there are other roller derby leagues around here even and they're all, they all have the strengths and the weaknesses and all that, but the knockouts is different in that. It, it does seem more character driven. It does seem more colorful in, in all the best ways it, and, and more fun. That's one of the things I liked about it too, was the, the, the very character driven. I love that, you know, I mean, I'm coming from a pro wrestling background. So, I mean, for me, that's right up my alley. I love, I love that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, we I have a, a, well, we have a friend, um, a wrestler who, uh, his name's Yabo the Clown, and uh, he has an increase. First of all, what is he like six four, six five, or something? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's ridiculously tall, 
plus he's got like a clown hat that goes up like a top hat like you know willy wonka or whatever so he's just you can't miss this guy but same thing with him he shows up in all of his gear and then he goes home and all that and i've had to drive him home a few times and we're like on 355 or something like that and he's hanging out the window looking at people you know <laughs> and it's just it's hysterical <laughs> i think people then i go to the after party afterwards and like yeah. i'll keep off like you know a lot of my stuff but i go to the after party afterwards and people are like da, 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 and i'm just like <laughs> yeah hey and like i actually don't avoid i avoid like the center of attention and oh, like really? so like so people have a real issue and they're like come on come on i'm like <laughs> yeah chill over here with this one other person probably ricky <laughs> <laughs> so. um this might be a trivial question but i am just curious how long does it take to put on the makeup 20 minutes 15 like i've gotten pretty good at it now yeah probably less if i'm rushing out the door <laughs> Yeah. You're never like I, in the, I, I never in the car, so like well. putting the black around the eyes or anything, or <laughs> like driving. Yeah, yeah. John, I Before I let you go, I got to ask you one more thing too. Uh, if you get a chance, just by accident, if, if you were to elbow Steve Arendt, that would be okay with us. Okay. No, Steve's a good guy. I just, I just, I just want to see everyone give him a little crap. You know. Yeah. He, he's too he comfortable. Gets hit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's too comfortable. He needs, to, he needs you guys to shake him up once in a while. I think we killed one of his cameras. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, good, we're, we're glad, we're glad that's, uh, that's being tended to, Ben. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'll look out for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> him in my sights. Well, it's been a supreme pleasure having you on. I really am glad that we got to, all of us get to sit and talk and everything. Um, like I said, when I first saw you, I was very impressed, uh, both not just with, you know, the character, but your actual athletic ability. And again, um, your 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 presence and your interaction with the crowd and, and everything. I mean, like you obviously get it. You're clearly passionate about it, which is awesome. And it shows in your performance when you're out there. So... You are um, so fun to watch. It's just, you are. You from are. Athletic standpoint, that's my goal is to keep people having fun. And I got to say real quick, uh, you too. I love being able to see like, you know, y'all in the stands too. And I don't know if you see, but I try to make eye contact a couple of times. Or I'll Absolutely. Say, yeah. We, we catch it. Yeah. yeah. We, well, I like I, that engagement. So thanks for being there for that. I, I know you're certainly, um, you know, the other guy that helps me, Tony helps me a lot with stuff. I know you're, you're certainly uh, one of his favorites, if not his all time favorite. And you know he's new to roller derby, but yeah, uh, you guys, you guys drew him in big time. So, yeah, when uh, my brother is a huge Beetlejuice fan, and so when I got a picture with you, I sent it to him, and I was like, I went to the roller derby. You would have absolutely loved this girl. She was incredible. Yeah. And so, anyway, we'll, we'll 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 stop gushing here. But thank you again so much. <laughs> For coming on and uh and uh we will uh we'll be back out and we'll see you in person again soon yeah. and we encourage Love everyone it. to check out chicago knockouts on facebook and all social media you, you guys post a lot it's a lot of fun following you yeah thanks all right juice you take care and have a good day we'll see you soon thanks right. bye bye And there it is, beater juice. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> know what you want. I don't know what else we can say that we didn't say in the interview. But man, I mean, um, 
you know, the way she broke things down, you know, and she was talking about the physics of things and being able to apply that, you know, in her teaching and her, you know, just even in her own work. With that it. was really cool to get that perspective. Yeah. And then like, I liked, I liked hearing that, like, you know, with, uh, you know, like in a practice scenario where, you know, they're with, you know, Crimson is usually, I'm assuming running the show or whatever the case may be. It's not like, uh, everybody has a voice and, and, right. and people are open to hearing, you know, different opinions and ideas and stuff and trying them out. You know, that's, that's cool. Well, we, but, we, we got that idea, you know, from Crimson when she was, when we interviewed her in a previous episode of the Giant Hero yeah. podcast. Um, but it's cool to hear, you know, um, yeah, it, yeah. Someone from another got, skater. Right. I don't know why they call them skaters when they're rollers. Uh, well, see, that's a missed opportunity there, man. You could have asked her. You wait till, I think we had better things to discuss with her than skater versus roller. That's that's trivial stuff that you and I could bounce back and forth in, in our in, you know banal conversations. Yeah. Well, I did waste two seconds asking her about her makeup, but I wanted. To but know. that was a decent question. I wanted to know. I just better than your usual ones. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't have any experience with makeup, so I don't know. But, but no, seriously. Um, I you know. I rarely make an, uh, a point of saying, you know, go check this out or, or, you know, or whatever the case, you know, but even on social media, just, you know, Google or whatever, let, check her out. I mean, they've got, uh, I'm sure that the knockouts have YouTube. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, and they're all great. I mean, the, the, you know, the, 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 the entire, any of their events are going to be a lot of fun. The crowd gets real into it. They're all, um very cool it's a it's a fun thing to watch but she's you know there's you know certain characters that stand out you know for certain people and for me like i said you know like we we knew crimson vixen going into that i mean you had been there to, to previous ones well i went my... there yeah i started with them before the pandemic and then it was shut down uh, yeah. actually they, they they were um their bouts were in summit Okay, and, and I went to a few of them then, and that's where I originally met Crimson Vixen. Uh, obviously, um, Beat Her Juice wasn't skating, rolling, right? Now, yeah. Then. But, but for um, my for my first show, I mean, like you know, literally like walking in and going to our seats, and then they they come out, and then they're like, oh, you know, and here's Beat Her Juice. I was like, that. I'm like, that's awesome. I love that. And they and do. Then, and then, like I said, when she started, she's you know she's fast and she's racing around and she's you know working the crowd. I was like, this this girl gets it, man. I'm like, that's awesome. And it, it is a great presentation. And they introduce all the skaters and they do the quick lap. But and there's probably like in each bout, there's probably thirty skaters, fifteen on each team, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, it goes quickly. It's not like it's a long drawn out thing. So the introduction is probably only like five minutes for the whole team. And they take and, a but, few. You know, they, they, they get their moment in the sun. Right, and then they take them in and explain to people if it, you know if it's like their first time, you know what the rules are, how it works, and everything. And then they they get them rolling, and away they go. And and one of the things that's nice about it is it's uh it's there's no downtime really when you're right. watching. Roller it's a running movie. clock until yeah. the end when there's timeouts or if there's an official timeout for an injury or clarification or something so it's like your your attention is always drawn to what's going on because anything can happen at any time so even when they reset you know it's exciting because it's like all right now we got you know two new uh you know people out there let's see what happens you know so and i will say the, the homeward floss floor um where they where they hold it in the hall and homeward floss floor it's it's i mean it's not a tiny place but it's a small place 
and it fills up quickly. So my advice is to get there early, get there right when the doors open or soon after to, to grab your seat and just enjoy the night. But the other part is like you're so like right on top of the action. Everybody's sitting on one side and it's it's that place booms when 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 the when the games get going and yeah. it's especially a tight game or you get somebody like Beater Juice who, who revs the crowd up, that mm -hmm. place really rock. It's usually one side, one team, the other side of the, yeah. action, the other yeah. team. And it could get, I mean, it's all, it's all fun, good fun, but it could get pretty rowdy back and forth. Yeah. And another nice thing about the events is that, um, uh, a lot of the skaters are, uh, very, uh, accessible afterwards. Yeah. If you want to meet them, take a picture with them, you know, whatever, uh, which, uh, is very cool. Cause I did, I mean, yeah. I got, a, I got a picture with Peter juice and, and a few others, you know, so I mean, well, I don't know if you noticed like her, you know, I, her, I, her and her and Vixen were like the two of them. Like I oh, definitely want pictures with them. So I don't know if you notice, I tend to post a lot of pictures with, with celebrities and athletes and stuff. So yeah, that's right up my alley. Wow. But anyway, good um, for you. Good another for you and all your though. celebrities that you know, all your celebrities you get pictures with. Good for you. I, I hope you have a, a big wall in your house that's just, you know, wallpapered with you and every celebrity. It's coming. It's coming. I just you framed them all my sister's going to help their me. Autograph. And you're going to be on the wall, actually, too, but but only because you're with uh, Lisa Prady and Alice Snow. Otherwise, you certainly wouldn't have made the cut. But um, there's also a, a mutual friend we, we didn't mention there. Uh, our friend Rian Skills is involved in it. Yeah, I know Rian uh, through pro wrestling and um, one of the sweetest, nicest guys in the whole world. And he, uh, he's, uh, I didn't know he was a part of uh, of the knockouts until I had gone to the show and uh, or the event. And then afterwards, you know, here he comes walking along with his headphones around his neck and everything. And I'm just like, unbelievable. I'm like, what's Rian? Rian skills is here. <laughs> and, I, and, and, you know, and like it's I always, mentioned. and I always, the guy always hits me up with a big hug, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm always happy to see that guy. He's such a good, he's such a good dude. And I mentioned so, Steve Ehrich, you know, uh, we, yep. we know him. He's a, a, an announcer and a GM and everything with uh, several wrestling companies, most notably rocket pro wrestling out of Joliet. Yeah. A lot He's of parallels between pro wrestling and and yeah. roller derby. Um, still very different and and unique in their own way, but a lot of they my the things that they have in common are my favorite parts about them. Yeah, you know, like I said, character character driven, working the crowd. You know, getting them up. You know, getting them riled up and everything. You know, I, I just I love I love all that stuff. So that's why you I mentioned. You mentioned Regan uh, Lydale, our, yeah. our mutual friend. She, I was, I, I, we were, you know, we were talking about everything, but she, she would be perfect for roller derby, at least personality-wise. I'm not sure athletically. Oh yeah, no. If she wasn't, if she wasn't doing pro wrestling, she could have done roller derby. Yeah, you know? she's got that. I mean, she, yeah, she's got the it factor for that. Just like Beater Juice yeah. and Crimson Vixen and and Marley Quinn, who she mentioned. I interviewed mm -hmm. her uh, about a year ago. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, really, I mean, we're only mentioning a few, but really, you can go down the line on on the the knockouts. There's four teams. Uh, they all have cool names like Punk Rock Punishers, Horrific Hunters, um, and and really, uh, their whole team is uh, they're they're character driven, but their characters don't overshadow the action. They just add to it, much right. like in, in a good wrestler. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they are truly teams. So it's, uh, yeah. you know, they, they learn how to work together and, and it's, it's really cool to see how just some of the things that they do out there. I'm just, I, you know, you know, flinging each other around and stuff and the tur making the turns and, and making them at the speeds that they do, like she was talking about, you know, that she's able to figure out the phys physics of it where she doesn't have to lose speed on the turn. I mean, that's why she comes off so fast, I believe, compared to everybody else, because she's figured that that thing out. I mean, and that's huge. I mean, the turn is where everybody's slow down, you know. And so. she and, and they wear very little padding. I, I know they pad. Their oh, own, yeah. No, that's a, absolutely. Maybe, no. But, you know, that's hardwood floor. And you're hitting hardwood floor. Going, at speed. At speed, yeah. too. You know, so you could be and... scraping, you know, even if you don't land directly on a bone or something like that, you can still get road rash and rip up your yeah. skin and everything. So I, I would imagine the next day. I, you'll never see me floor. out there. I'll tell you that. I mean, I can't <laughs> roller skate to save my life. And I sure as hell ain't going out there with a bunch of people chasing after me. So, <laughs> Well, remember when we talked to Crimson. And she has said something about you know potentially having a skating. Oh, yeah, we might. We're yeah, going to that. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were supposed to do a skating lesson. So if that uh, happens, we're we will be among the. I students. will. I will go. I will go to that. I will go to absolutely. That will that'll be a, a you know yes. a, a, what do you call, what do they call live cast? We will figure. Yeah, we'll have something. We'll do a live stream or something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. Well, this was a great fun episode. Um, I had a lot of fun. How about you, buddy? What would Steve Harvey say? This this was a good one. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes. All right. Well, with that, for the John G. Earls podcast, I of course have been who else? But Tommy else with me as well. And thank you to Beater Juice. Yes, thank you again to Beater Juice. And uh with me as always is the man on the beat from John G's Mr. John Robleskin.